Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. My heart is fluttering a little bit here. I'm excited and nervous to share what I'm about to share with you today around my journey, experience, and my struggles around religion and spirituality. This is a topic I've struggled with for a very long time, and I've avoided truly opening up and sharing due to fear, fear of judgment, and I'll go deeper into a lot of the things I've experienced that kind of allowed this fear to really arise and for me to kind of just like tiptoe around it and really avoid it. And it's been on my heart for a very long time to speak up on this. There's been a lot of synchronicities, a lot of conversations I've had with people where when I share my story, my experience, and my viewpoints now, it's landed and it's made sense for them. And it's given them the permission to follow what their hearts were telling them to and really allowed them to see things in a different light. And so... That's what I hope to intend for today. You know, you, if you follow me, if you hear my podcast, you may see, I do go to church on Sundays, but then I also teach and believe in manifestation and energy work. And it kind of seems a little conflicting, right? So for today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my struggles on both sides on growing up in the Christian Catholic community. And then my experiences and journey around the spiritual community and the new age practices and what I've learned, what I've gone through, the conflicts I have experienced, the judgments and how I overcame them. And then I'm going to share with you what I believe to be true for me. I feel like there's a really powerful message here that it's time for me to share. And I just ask that you listen with an open heart, with an open mind, take what feels right, I'm not here to, I want to just preface, I'm not here to say what's right or wrong. I'm just here to share my journey, my experiences, because I know I'm not alone on this. And I hope it lets you connect with me more. I hope it lets you understand how I work the way I work and follow what feels right for you moving forward. (sighs) Okay. So I think a really big reason why I'm speaking on this now outside of the synchronicities is just because I feel like the last few years, especially, there's been a really big split in division in our society. Or there's one side, which is this, you know, religion, Christian belief and foundation. And that's always been there, right? For years on years. Maybe the split in division has always occurred, but for me, it's been really prominent on my heart and the conflictions I've experienced. So there's that one side. And then this other side is this new age community, very spiritual kind of like anti-religion, woo-woo, you know, things that are consisted of, you know, crystals, energy, Reiki, tarot cards, polygamy, plant medicine, saying, I am God, we are the creator. And 
honestly, for me, it's been really conflicting. It's been really hard because I have been on both sides. And at the same time, I've believed in parts of both and not believed in parts of both. And so over the years, I've been really conflicted and I felt kind of alone because I feel I didn't really belong in either side fully. And I think that's why I've steered away from really going deeper into this topic and sharing my full viewpoints. But it's kind of time now. And especially with a lot of even more division, more fear, more attacks on the Christian community, I feel my journey experience, my testimony really will shed light on this because I don't believe that there's rules or it's meant to be fear-driven. And I feel like that's what humans have created God to be. Humans are who created religion. And I think religion has created such a bad, a bad rep. And I want to really share this in my experience on it. And so I'm not a religious person. I don't really believe in labeling myself as a religion. Like I said, I feel like that's a human construct. And I want to share this really quickly because before I committed to recording this episode, I was reading this Christian devotional that I have in the morning. It's just like a paragraph, like words of wisdom. And what it said really signified my journey that I'm going to go deeper into. And so it pretty much said, not many people or Christians know how to live in this radical freedom, which is our birthright. So many are living the way of the world. And if we continue to follow the way of the world of the glitter and glamour, we will continue to depend deeper and deeper on the external and be careful because even Christian voices can lead you astray saying, do this, don't do that. This is the way to go. Pray this way. Don't pray that way. And it's all these voices. And if we continue to listen to these voices, we will be confused. Listen to my voice, be in relationship with me, and I will lead you along your path of righteousness. And so as I've read that in November, it was just this message in my heart where it's Tati, share your journey, share your experience. It's time because I have listened to the voices, whether they were Christian or non-Christian and they led me astray or they gave me answers that didn't feel right for me when truly the answers were all within me, my intuition and God. And I always say, no one knows your heart the way you do. No one knows your desires or your vision the way you do. So it's really learning to trust yourself, trust the voices within. And when I read this, it was like, okay, okay, it's time for me to speak. So let's dive into it. Let's dive into the side of my struggle around the religion. So I grew up in a Catholic church. Sorry, I'm taking a sip of water right here. I grew up in the Catholic church and in the beginning, it wasn't like a normal church. It was actually nice. I didn't really go to church every Sunday, but I did go to CCD. I went to my communion. And when I was younger, we had this priest who I loved. He made it feel good. It wasn't boring. He brought up SpongeBob to really make it relatable, really made it all about love. But then he left and that's when kind of the fear, the traumas of the church came in for me. We had this priest who was very, very sin-focused, fear-based, rule-based. And he even went up to my mom and said, if you don't come to church every Sunday, you are a bad person and you will be going to hell. And I just remember hearing this and it was, there was so much fear around it because of course we didn't go to church every Sunday. There was times we, we just didn't, we had soccer practice or just things came up. And it really left a bad taste in my mouth as a child and in my mom, right? This is 
those are the things that push people away from God and from Jesus and from the word. It's the humans who have manipulated the power. And that's why I say like religion is human based. That's not God. And that's why I don't identify as being religious. So from that point forward, we didn't really go to church too much. It wasn't a really good rep. I had a lot of fear. I didn't want to be like a bad child. I wanted to make God proud, but you know, I wasn't going to church every Sunday. So I literally was like, am I going to hell? And then it got worse. So when I was around 15 or 16, I went back to go get confirmed because that's what many people in my class were doing. And cool. I completed the first year. I got a hundred on my midterm and my final. And then, or maybe it was my midterm. Anyways, my mom then got diagnosed with breast cancer. So I missed a few classes. So when I went back to make up or figure out what I could do, they pretty much were like, nope, you missed too many. Not cool. You have to stay back. And it just felt so rule driven and just, it was just nasty deep down. Like I'm like, okay, God loves us. Why do I have to prove to him for my love, his, his love or my love for him? Or why can't they accept that? You know, we actually had a family circumstance. It just was like not loving, not accepting. So after that, I stopped going to the church and then I went to college. What do most college kids do? We don't follow whatever practices we've practiced because we're too busy with communities and drinking and partying and yada, yada, yada. Oh, well. So then fast forward, that's like a little bit of my background on my struggle in the religion and stories. There was a lot of fear, a lot of rules. You know, you hear a lot of things that have been done inside churches, whether it's money or, or sexual things. And it just wasn't good. I, I, I believed in God. I believed in Jesus, but I just had so much fear and trauma based on the priests. So then 2017 is kind of when I started leaning into a new way of believing, which was this spiritual new age era. It's when I learned about manifestation. 2018 is when I started my business. And so I want to go a little bit deeper in here on my experience and some struggles I experienced in here. So as I started my business, I learned a lot about you know spirituality and the new age and different things to do. And I was going down that path. A lot of my mentors were sharing things. And I was open to it because I deep down believed in something more and I was seeking guidance and support. And that's when confliction started to come up because I believed in Jesus, but at the same time they were talking about, you know, universe and crystals, angel and tarot cards. And the one thing that really like didn't land well for me was the saying like, you are God. Cause I just was like, I don't believe in that. I don't believe I created the seas and the land and the animals. And so I was just trying to figure out, okay, what feels right for me? But I found myself seeking at this point in time, as I started my business, being an entrepreneur, a lot of parts of you get exposed. That's why I do the work I do now. And I was seeking things externally for love and guidance. I was seeking, like I said, the tarot cards, the crystals, I was saging, I was, you know, doing these meditations and I still meditate, but it was in a different way. And I was thinking and calling on the universe but I just, something just, there was like a missing puzzle piece, right? I didn't feel the love. I was really seeking love and support. And I just felt a little confused. And one thing with this, you know, some of the new age practices are, you know, there's the Ouija boards. There's a lot of things working with energy. And I work with energy now. What you want, you need to keep in mind, which I didn't know then was you really need to protect yourself. If you're working with the light or anything, if you're calling something in, you're opening the realms, the doors for the darkness to come in. And 
my mom always grew up telling me, do never do a Ouija board. So that I think that's why that one came really clear. Don't do that, Tati. But I had an experience where I did a meditation in my room. We were in Florida with my sister. And, oh, there was a dark spirit energy in the room. And I didn't want to move. I didn't want to wake up. I was scared. And when we came out of it, I didn't want to tell Gabby because I didn't want to think I was overthinking it. But I ended up telling her. And she looked at me and she goes, I had the same experience. And there was just like an unsettling feeling. And we had another meditation experience. We went to a, someone's house. There was a lot of, um, there, there was just some things. And I was like, okay, something's really feeling off. I, I don't feel good. And when I would ask questions to these people, it was kind of like I was being looked down upon. Like, no, like it, it was just being, I was being judged for questioning some of these practices. So I kind of was like, okay, I'm starting from zero again. Like, where am I? Who am I? What do I believe in? And then in 2019, I met a beautiful close friend of mine who guided me back to Jesus and to the church. And so I was a little hesitant. I was like, I don't want to go to church. I am so sick of like the fear. I've been through it. I grew up Catholic and she just opened, she welcomed me with open arms. She's like, this is different. I grew up Catholic to, to give this a chance. So I went into the church and boy, was it weird, but a good weird. This church was fun. There was singing. There was like a band. It was like you were at a concert. The pastors were cool. They were dressed chill. They were, they were such good vibes. The message of the sermon was related to this day and age, related to me. And I just remember during worship, which that was something I had to really overcome. I had a really bad negative representation of what worship was. I just, my body would cringe when I would hear that word. Now it doesn't. It really was just singing and just praising really the love of God. But I remember when they were playing the first songs, I closed my eyes and I got goosebumps from head to toe and just tears just started. <laughs> Sorry, I just brought myself there. Tears started coming down my face because I finally, finally felt that loving energy in my body. It was like I had this huge hug that I had been seeking for years. So it was this feeling of like, welcome home. You're here. You're exactly where you're meant to be. And so at this time I was like, okay, cool. This church feels good. I always believed in Jesus and this feels like the right path. Like I believe in this. And I kind of started beginning to mix the new age principles and the Christian principles again. That felt good for me. And what was hard was this is when the conflicts really started to come through was because I was being told by both parties that that's bad or that's not good, right? From the Christian community, they're like, oh no tarot cards, angel cards, don't do that. So I throw all my angel cards. And then I was being told from like the new age friends principles, like what, why are you going to church? Like, no, like that's not where love is. Universe is love or the universe will give you all your desires. And so for hearing this from both sides that I, I was getting like re-triggered from when I grew up and being told that you can't do this. You can't do that from the priests. And there's again, all this fear. I had so much fear of being doing the wrong thing and not being good and, you know, going, not going to heaven because I was doing one thing or the other. Right. So that's when the conflict really started, but I still felt in my heart. I remember that day at the church. I remember how good I feel at church. I was like, I'm just going to continue to go. And, and as I did, 
the spring of 2019, if you know my story, is when I emptied out my checkings account for a coaching program. And I remember just dropping to my knees in the bathroom floor. I was in so much fear. I just quit my part-time Orange Theory job. So I was like, how am I going to pay my bills? I have no money in my checkings account. I just quit this job. I'm like restructuring my business. And I was just sobbing and sobbing. I felt so hopeless. And I just remember looking up, my hands were open and I said, okay, God, I believe you're real. I'm here. I'm going to work and commit on building this relationship with you a different way than I have in my past and show up. If you're real, show up. And I just leaned on him so hard. And let me tell you, he showed up. I don't know how money came in. I don't know how I pay my bills. I still don't know this to this day, but it did. So it really started encouraging me to just go deeper with that connection, that relationship, what felt good in my heart. That May, I went to this event in LA, which was Bethel, and my perspective on religion truly shifted. I realized that God is just love, and he just wants to provide for us. He wants to love for us, and it's not this division or this fear or these rules the way I grew up in my Catholic church. He doesn't need us to do these things to earn his love or acceptance or money. or He, he wants our hearts. And I just started to see things in a different way, the way I was told growing up. You know, it's not about doing things or going to church every Sunday and being perfect and living in a relationship with him, right? Like I would party on Saturday with people and then I would see them go to church and I'd be like, oh, that's fake, right? I, I had these judgments based on how the Catholic church raised me. And so during this, I just realized it's all love and be loving and accepting towards one another. And I've witnessed some crazy things happen. And I just realized we're all spiritual beings. It's not a quote unquote religion. We are all spiritual beings. For some reason, I thought spirituality was only associated with new age at the time. Cause growing up in the church, I didn't hear them talk about spirituality. It was just the religion. And at this time I, started having some of my questions answered. Maybe that you can relate to this. You know, I had a question of like, why don't I know if Evan's the one, the soulmate that God has this perfect person for you. It was really hard. I felt like God was going to have on a, I don't know, platform, a poster, like he's the one and like confirm it. Or the moment I saw him, it was just going to be like a fairy tale. And like God was there. And I learned with that question that God gives us free will and it's a choice I believe we can be compatible with many people, right? I do believe in soulmates and I believe at the end of the day, it's a choice and that it's free will. And that bled into my other question, which you may ask all the time. This one was really heavy. I would always ask, how would God let bad, horrific things happen to good people? This question really stemmed from childhood I always ask my mom the deepest, hardest questions about God in the Bible. And in this time period, this question stemmed from my sister. She lost her best friend. He was sick and he passed away when we moved to Florida. Um, And it broke my heart to see such an amazing, loving, young boy, man, lose his life, lose his struggle, his battle. And seeing my sister, what she went through. And I was just like, how could, how could God exist? How could God let this happen? Right? Maybe for you, you've asked that same question. Maybe 
it's related to you or someone you know. What I learned to be true was that he didn't. That wasn't his plan. And that we live in a fallen world. Just like there, good exists, bad exists. Heaven exists, hell exists. Satan is real. And I'm just going to take a pause here. Satan is real. We're in a spiritual warfare right now. Look around you. Look at the celebrities, what they're promoting in their music, in their movies. They're openly <laughs> discussing about it, opening, praising him. And so because of God giving us free will and that we live in a fallen world, yeah, bad shit can happen to good people. And instead of blaming God, I learned that even though horrible things can happen, God's purpose is to be here with us. He is here to help us heal. He is near the brokenhearted. And if we choose to lean on him and receive his love, support, and guidance, we can get through the hardest challenges in our life instead of blaming him because God's not here to control us. Of course, he wishes he could have that bad thing not happen to us, but then that would mean he's in control. And that would mean we wouldn't have free will to do the things we want to do. What would be the point in God having control over us? Right. And so I learned that, you know, it's not his plan to let bad things happen, but if we can lean in on him, he's here to help us grow through those hard times, those painful times. If you have this question, if you have this perspective, that's really hard for you to see one of the biggest things that helped me see this way was reading the book, The Shack. It's a beautiful book. There's a storyline to it. You'll probably read it in two days. It's fictional, but there it, it speaks on this. And I've sent it to clients who have gone through very hard things and it's opened their hearts and minds again. Highly recommend it. It's called The Shack. Don't watch the movie, watch The Shack. Okay. So here I am, my answers, there's answers to these questions. I'm feeling his love and his support and I'm getting through these hard times. And so this is where I've been at the last few years. I've been in this conflict of, okay, I believe in Jesus and God like that exists. I'm here, but then I also believe in these other things that people want to call, you know, spirituality. And I've been living in this state of fear because I've been in both parties this in, in this fear of judgment, because I've, I've, as I've been in this state of both, I have experienced judgment and ridicule from both parties. I've had people in the Christian world saying, you can't wear that crystal. Don't do yoga. Shaming me for doing Reiki, right? Even though we're not meant to judge each other, only judge, God can judge. So it was just so conflicting. I even got judged for going to a church. I go to a non-denominational Christian church. And as I would go back to Boston, I would have friends and family being like, oh, careful. Are you in a cult now? And I would just look at them and I was like, what in the world makes you think I'm in a cult? Because I'm happy because I feel love, because I go to church, because I willingly choose to go to church, because I, what, right? Because we think of church of having to be boring and still, especially if you come from the Catholic realm. And it was just constant like judgment and fear again. And then this, the spiritual world that it's like, no, 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 no. It's not one creator. It's the universe that's working for you. And that, you know, Christians are always the root of issue. They're always trying to promote Jesus and it's just been this conflicting way of living the last few years. I've been scared to say God on, on my podcast, on Instagram, because I don't want to be judged anymore. 
I don't want to feel in this conflict. I also want to respect everybody's model of the world. I have clients who are Jewish. I, I know people you know, who believe in, who are in the Muslim. And it's like, how can we all just realize it's all love and all acceptance and not, you're right, I'm wrong. I'm right, you're wrong, this confliction. And because of this conflict and the judgments of both sides, I felt really alone. I haven't really fully felt safe or accepted in either community because there's some things that I agree with on both sides and there's some things that I don't agree with on both sides, right? Like I don't agree with the fears and the rules and these judgments from both parties, but you know, that I've experienced personally in the Christian world. I don't believe in this witchy, witchcraft vibe, voodoo, polygamy thing, right? And this isn't judgment on either side, but I'm sharing my story here. Those things didn't settle well in my heart and in my body. So I was like, okay, I don't feel fully accepted in this party. And I don't feel fully accepted in this party because it's like, if I don't believe in it all, I don't feel accepted. And maybe you have felt the same way. I just want to tell you, you're not alone. So what I have had to do the last few years is unlearn a lot from the church, unlearn a lot from both parties. And I've had to find what is true for me. So for me, you know, I want to go into this part of the podcast where now you kind of have my background and the conflicts and I want to just share what I have found through my research, through my experiences and what I've found, what's true to me. Maybe you relate, maybe you don't and that's okay. But I have, you know, if for me, it feels good to go to church. I have found a church that feels like home. It is chill. It is laid back and it is love. It feels good to meditate. It feels good to have crystals and salt lamps around my house and I've learned like, why am I letting others views, beliefs, or models affect me and letting me live in a state of fear and letting, making me feel like I can't do the things that actually do bring me joy or actually do feel good to my heart, right? Like who's to say who's right or wrong? Like how do we really know? I mean, we're on earth right now spinning in the galaxy. Like what, how do we know what's really true? So I've had to find what's true to me. There's been a lot of unlearning, a lot of creating the foundation So yeah, I am very, I I am spiritual and my foundation is in Christ. I believe in spiritual principles just as much as I believe in Christian principles. And you know what? To tell you the truth, I have found proof that they both actually kind of go hand in hand, but the way humans have interpreted it and relate it and manipulate it, it's like these, this or that. And I found that's not true. It's actually really similar. No matter what you truly believe in, right? If you're in the new age or Christian or Jewish or Muslim, like at the end of the day, it's love, right? Love is God. God is love. This is what it comes down to. It's loving. What is it? It's like love yourself, love your neighbor like thyself, right? Accepting one another and one another. We're not here to judge other people. That's not our job. I found that the Bible, all over the Bible, it says spirituality. Like we're spiritual beings living in human flesh in this existence, right? The word spiritual or spirituality isn't a new age concept. You know, and for me, that's what I thought because I didn't hear the word spirituality growing up in the Catholic church. The Bible states that, you know, we all are spiritual beings and we all have gifts and powers and their, you know, energy and that manifestation is real. I've had to do some learning around manifestation because I've had the conflict of like, well, I believe in manifestation and I've proven it. I've seen it. Right. And I've been shown and taught luckily that, you know, it is in spiritual texts and in most, almost all religions, right? Everything is manifestation. Manifestation has always existed. It's not just a new age thing. 
In Hinduism, you know, they practice meditation, yoga, and being mindful. That's been around for 3,500 years, right? That's not just new age. That's been in their, in their belief system. There's a quote that Buddha has that says, all that we are is a result of what we have thought. This is what I preach. Everything stems from a thought. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool. Like these are concepts that have been proven in the Bible. I want to share three verses with you that have really allowed me to really believe in these spiritual concepts and in manifestation in Matthew 21, 22, it says anything that you ask in prayer, believe that it will be given to you in Mark eleven twenty four, It says, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And finally, Matthew 7, 7, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. It's in spiritual text. That is manifestation. You know, you decide what you want. You declare it and believe that it's coming to you, right? I always tell my clients with manifestation, act as if all your prayers have been answered. It's coming. Have that faith. Those are, that's literally manifestation in biblical terms. But it's just now being highlighted in the mainstream media with the new age practices within the book, The Secret, all these things. But it's always been around. So I've had to learn, right? I've also learned that there's Bible verses that are missing from the Bible. So just more proof that humans have created, have taken advantage of these powers. So that's proof to me that manifestation is biblical. You can believe in manifestation and be a Christian. Meditating on the word. Meditating is, you know, it says to meditate on the word in the Bible everywhere. So like I had to do my own research and my own foundings and I've learned to believe. I believe God made crystals to support us. Everything is energy. I go deep in, in my coaching programs and I talk about this. Everything's energy, right? Quantum physics, quantum field. Everything is happening all at once. And I'm not going to go down at that rabbit hole, but like that is quantum field. There's infinite possibility. And so that's why I believe in this. I believe in energy and chakras and energy centers because we are all just energy. I believe Jesus used energy to heal. Whether you want to label it as Reiki or whatever else, he did energy work. He did healing work. I found when I got certified in Reiki that Reiki came from Christian monks who were curious about Jesus's powers. I believe Jesus came to this earth to show us the powers we have as humans, that it is our birthright, that we have the potential to heal with God's help. He's within us. And then he, he showed us how to accept one another and love one another. I really believe that's why he was here. But then there's humans that have created that like, you know, construct. Maybe there was jealousy or anger or rage, whatever it is. I truly believe our souls are here to learn lessons. I believe in heaven and hell. And I don't believe in heaven and hell just as places as we die. I believe heaven and hell exist right now in this moment on earth. What I mean by this is how are you living your life? Are you consumed with negative thoughts, with doubts, with self-hatred, with hatred of others, of division, cancel culture? You know, are you feeling depressed? Those, that. I don't know about you, but when I lived in that, I lived there. I was struggling. I, that was hell on earth. There was times where I was like, what's the point of living? Because I lived in hell on earth versus the other side. Are you loving yourself, loving others? Are you fueling yourself with positivity, with faith, right? That can be heaven on earth. You can manifest both into this realm. A really good book 
that I recommend always is you have to listen to it on audio. It's the book Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill is a very, very famous man from like the 1900s who wrote the book Think and Grow Rich. You guys, listen to this book, Outwitting the Devil. It has completely shifted my mind. It's t- taught, It was written and they didn't publish it for like decades because of the fear of how much truth is in it. That Satan, you know, Satan is real. He is here. He's not hiding anymore. Like, open your eyes. Look at it. Look at Wayfair. Look at Balenciaga. Look at Megan Fox talking about their sucking their, each other's blood with MGK rituals. Like, it's here. And there's, I'm whatever. Like, I'm just sharing this. We are in spiritual warfare. My point being is this book shared how negativity and the darkness and that energy and Satan comes into our lives and it comes in through our thoughts, through our negative self-talk, through our doubts, through churches, through school systems. Like this book will blow your mind. And why I say to listen it on audio is because it's like an interview with the devil and it, he exposes all of his secrets and you hear the devil's voice with the interview and it just, it's mind boggling. Highly recommend it. So yeah, so I'm here to just share, like, I believe in both in the spiritual community and some of those principles and in Christianity. I am, I don't, like I said, you guys know me. I don't like labels, but yeah, I am a Christian. Christianity is my foundation. And I came on here to share this with you because I'm, I don't want to live in fear, fear of shame, fear of judgment of others. I know what's true for me and I don't want to keep beating around the bush. When I speak on manifestation or higher self, I believe that is in with relationship with God. God just wants a relationship with us. It's not about going to church every Sunday. Church in the Bible actually states two or more people speaking about God and the word. Like my friends and I giggle. I'm like, we're in church right now when it's two of us. That's it, right? Like you can pray in your room. You don't have to go to a priest to pray or to repent your sins. Like I was told in the Catholic church, he wants a relationship with us. And so moving forward, like, yeah, you may hear me say universe still, right? And it's in a different context. In the past, I was praising the universe. This is just, I always give thanks and praise God because I believe God created the universe to work with us, right? Like we're in earth floating in the galaxy, right? The universe actually exists. Gravity exists. Quantum physics exists, but I'm not praising the universe. I believe it's a tool and method that God has used for us to have the energies to flow, to deliver what we desire. And I truly believe at the end of the day, God is love and he's acceptance. That's really what it comes down to. I wouldn't be here without my relationship with God. I wouldn't have got through the hardest moments of my life of, I don't like saying being broke, but yeah, I had no money to my name if it wasn't for me building my relationship at that time. And I believe that happened to prove that God was here to support me and to lean in on him. I believe that everything happens for a reason, right? It happens for us. I believe that happened. You know, I, it wasn't the universe that did that. It was God that did that. When I was praising the universe, I wasn't feeling the love I desired until I built a relationship with God. I wouldn't have got through my breakup with Evan if it wasn't for God. Oh my goodness. I leaned on him, him so hard. God is with the brokenhearted. I forget what verse that's in. And so I just want to share this with you. So many of you, cause I know many of you relate. I've had countless conversations of you of others being traumatized with fear from churches but deep down you know there's something more that you've been burned by other religions and that maybe you believe in some of these new age principles but something still feels off maybe it is the love or maybe it's because you believe in god but because there's so much fear around how you grew up with the church you're so resistant to it 
based on things you've experienced or witnessed. And I, like I said, I'm not here to tell you what's right or wrong. I'm here to give you permission to follow what your heart is telling you. If you grew up in the church and have some fear or trauma, I encourage you to find someone. Maybe it's me and have a conversation, ask questions. I encourage you to unlearn what you were programmed with and just build a relationship with God. You can do it in your room. You can do it with the prayer today after this. You can do it in your journal. It doesn't have to be the way you grew up to believe it to be. I know that there's so many people that, you know, have been in the the new age community and that they're like, I still feel like there's something more. I don't know why I keep seeking and seeking. And I, I, you know, they call it Christian curious. You know, they hear testimonials. They see all these people vibrant. A lot of people have been sharing in the spiritual community. You know, I found Jesus. Um, I forget Ben Greenfield. I think it was on his podcast. who was a big advocate and let yourself be curious. Let your heart, let God, let love guide you. I told my friends the other day, I truly believe a purpose of mine is to show others that you can be both Christian and spiritual, that there is no rule book. And I'm done having people put these rules and expectations and fear onto us and onto me for believing in both. Luckily, I have an amazing friend group that has been true living testimony of this. It's funny. We all met all living very new age principles and we each shifted organically to back to our Christian roots on our own. No one forced anything. We were all on our own terms. All of us went to our own little churches and we've all had our own stories. We've all actually been rebaptized on our own terms because of our experiences. We're proof that love wins. We're proof that you can accept all, you know, our, our friend group is, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, we don't share too much on this and I want to go deeper into this someday, but you know, we ask some really deep, challenging questions to understand each other's views because some people think some things of one thing and of the other. We have some friends that believe the earth is flat and some that don't. And we ask questions in an open-minded, loving way versus a judgment way. And I truly believe that's what we need more of. We need to be loving and accepting of others' views I believe we can welcome everyone's perspectives and we can learn from each other. And so that's what I think our world needs more of. I think our world needs more love and more acceptance. And that's why I'm here really sharing my story, my truth. And, you know, who knows where the future may hold. Things may change, but I, I don't want to live in life of fear or of conflict anymore. I want me, my community, my brand, my business to be the place where you are accepted for you, despite what you believe in, despite where you came from, a place where we lead with our hearts, where we are curious, where there's no judgments or labels or rules. I want you to feel safe in having these open discussions and being curious and asking questions. I want you to know that you're not alone in this journey. We're all humans just trying to figure out what's going on each day. And at the end of the day, you know, who are you being? Are you being true to yourself, true to your word? Are you being a good person? Are you spreading love? Are you raising your vibration? You know, I believe Jesus was enlightened. And so, you know, we're other, we're other spiritual beings, Buddha, Gandhi, like they're, they were all very like high vibrational people. And I think they were here to show us the potential that we have. So are you being a good human being operating from a place of love? I think that's what it comes down to.
So that's my story. I uh, moving forward, I'm going to share more of my experiences, what I've learned, whether it's Christian based, spirituality based, laws of the universe, energy, spiritual principles explained. It really does. I've really had a lot of proof that it really does integrate. It's just humans that have really been like, no, it's this or that, or it's black or white. And it's not. So if you're interested, I will share more. I hope this landed. I hope you listen with open heart, open mind. And I really thank you for giving me the opportunity to share this. If you have any questions, if this sparked curiosity, if you want to hear more of my experiences, my testimonials, my more, I, you know, I didn't want to have this be a super long podcast episode. My email, my inbox, my DMs are open. I'm always willing to have a conversation and share with you what's been true to me. Again, I'm not saying this to project it to be true for you, but I'm always down to have a conversation. I appreciate you. I hope this gave you permission to continue to find what's right for you to build a relationship with God, to find love, to find acceptance for yourself and for one another. We change the world by changing ourselves and it all comes from a place of love. I will be sharing next week an episode on signs, symbols, and synchronicities. And I think this will be a really fun transitional topic on, you know, how to ask, how to pick up on these signs that I believe God is sharing us, you know, having the universe conspire to guide us on our right path and how we can ask for the support despite what you believe in. So I'm really excited. Stay tuned for next Tuesday for that episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you valued from this, please share it with me, whether you DM or take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. If there's someone you know in your heart that could really use this message today, please share it with them. And I just appreciate you for listening, for holding the space for me to share. And oh, feels good. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate and I love you. I will see you next Tuesday on the next episode. Continue to shine your light into this world. And I hope you have the most radiant day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.